America's number one show on pop culture and politics. This is The Michael Medved Show. And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. And if you don't think this is the greatest nation on God's green earth, look at the way that right now the entire world in the midst of uh, turmoil and brutality on a truly horrific scale and of a truly horrific nature against the people of Ukraine. And no, it's not against the Ukrainian army. It's not against the Ukrainian fighters. It's against children and, and teenagers and women. And it's rape in addition to mass murder. All of this perpetrated by Vladimir Putin and his conscript troops, some of them, and his mercenaries uh, calling up more and more mercenaries from Syria, where they had worked with the Russians with great brutality before. The entire situation is appalling. President Biden today said that uh, Putin is, in fact, a war criminal. He was a war criminal the moment he ordered and uh, actually launched his invasion of Ukraine, because the idea of attacking a peaceful neighbor with no provocation, no excuse, no reason other than your own megalomania, that constitutes war crimes in and of themselves. Uh, 1-800-955-1776. What's amazing to me is just the brazenness of the Russians denying the evidence of of truly horrific scenes in uh, Bucha. Bucha is a little suburban city, basically, of 39,000. And if you look at it, they have some of the videos showing uh, some of the liberating troops of Ukraine because all of this has been discovered, the dead bodies on the street. And it, it is, it's very difficult to watch. Honestly, it is. I, I can't imagine what uh, Russian sympathizers like Madison Cawthorn or Marjorie Taylor Greene or, for that matter, Viktor Orban, the dictator of Hungary who just got reelected for his fourth term, uh, and uh, that despite a united opposition against him. Uh, and he's a great admirer of Vladimir Putin. What, what do they say about this? Uh, really? Uh, on Matt Drudge, uh, it says scenes of horror as troops retreat from the area of Kiev, streets littered with bodies, hundreds in mass grave, swastika scratched on a corpse of a rape victim, children used as human shields, mayor executed alongside her husband and son. Uh, and and this is this is just one small town and uh bucha it's uh, again uh, not not that small as a city of 39,000 and it looks like it could look like it doesn't look so much like an american suburb but it could look like a canadian suburb or or maybe one in great britain but no it was in ukraine and six weeks ago peaceful now I mean what happened in Mariupol 
Well, and what did the people of Mariupol do to, to merit this kind of treatment? It's, it's unbelievable, the situation. President Biden once again called Russian President Putin a war criminal and noted the grim scenes emerging as Russian troops put out of northern areas, uh, pull out of northern areas of Ukraine. He called for gathering more details toward a war crimes trial. Now, is that a good idea? It must be a hygienic idea, necessary idea, appropriate idea. Here's uh, what Biden sounded like today in a few moments when he was speaking to the press. This is a clip 16. You may remember I got criticized for calling Putin a war criminal. Well, the truth of the matter, you saw what happened in Vuka. This warrants him, he is a war criminal. But we have to gather the information. We have to continue to provide Ukraine with the weapons they need to continue the fight. And we have to gather all the detail so this could be an actual have a war crime trial. This guy is brutal. And what's happening in Vuka is outrageous. And everyone's seen it. Up to Allah. No, I think it is a war crime. I'm seeking more sanctions, yes. I'll have time to announce that to you. I would be careful, of course, about the term genocide, as President Biden was. It's good that he didn't say that. Because generally, when you use the term genocide, it means that you're seeking the extinguishment of an entire people. And by the way, I do think that that is probably Putin's goal with the Ukrainian uh, people, as it was Peter the Great, uh, Putin's hero. His goal was to exterminate uh, Ukrainian identity. It has been long a goal of Russian imperialists. But uh, the, the scale, thank God, so far, it's horrifying, and you think about each human life and each family and each town and each ruined city. But uh, is President uh, uh, Putin have in mind uh, putting to death some 44 million Ukrainians? We'll have to now go throughout Eastern Europe and also somewhat to the United States to find them all. I don't believe that is his aim, but what is remarkable is the the attempt by the Russians to deny that any of this happened. And when it comes to war crimes, President Zelensky spoke about that. He traveled to Bucha. It's, it's not far from Kiev. But again, he I feel terribly vulnerable when he exposes himself to some danger near the front of battle, but he's doing that all the time. Uh, Churchillian figure that he is. This was President Zelensky via a translator from Bucha. Listen. These are war crimes and it will be recognized by the world as genocide. The fact that you are here today and you can see what happened. We know thousands of people killed and tortured with severed limbs, raped women, murdered children. I think it's more than this is a genocide, yes. Our delegations have met in Turkey. So far, there has been one meeting of foreign ministers. Something did not work out during their meeting, and it is understandable why. I will tell you that the longer the Russian Federation delays the meeting process, the worse it will be for them and basically for this situation. Okay. Um 
the worse it will be for them and the situation, meaning no negotiated settlement with the kind of people who authorize rape and butchery and tossing people into big empty pits and mass graves. I mean, the entire thing is unreal. And of course, it does raise questions about Zelensky uh, speaking last night. He gave a video message at the Grammy Awards. Uh, if uh, I had been aware, I probably a, it's a dramatic moment, surely, for the Grammy Awards, though they didn't have anything quite as dramatic as at the Oscars. Um, we will take a listen to what Zelensky had to say. And uh, and then what happens with all of this? And given the fact that these war crimes are occurring, the amazing thing is, is not that uh, the Russians are saying, well, these could be some rogue officers, it could be some people disobeying orders, we're appalled by this. The fact that they're claiming that this is staged by the Ukrainians. You know what it's like? The original Holocaust deniers, the people who denied the Holocaust, were the people who perpetrated the Holocaust. They did it all in a way that they wanted to keep secret and keep hidden from the world. Today, with our media, the way that it, the media work, you can't keep it secret, Mr. Putin. We will be right back on The Medved Show, 1-800-955-1776. Introducing the all-new My Slippers from My Pillow. Two years. And on the Michael Medved show, uh, while this horror is going on in Ukraine, we have our own massacre here in the United States in Sacramento. Uh, actually, it was on Saturday night, Sunday morning, and six people dead, uh, nine others at least seriously injured, and uh, now they're looking for two suspects. Uh, apparently, this had to do with an altercation outside of a bar, and there were whole streets where, again, there were bodies littered on the streets and people mowed down in Sacramento, California. Is that a genocide? No, of course it's not a genocide. Is it a terrible tragedy? I, of course it is, with uh, all those Americans dead for no reason. Uh, is it a crime that needs to have consequences? Well, of course it does. Of course it does. Is it comparable to what's going on in Ukraine? <laughs> of course not, because here you're talking about individuals with Ukraine, you're talking about a government. And despite Russia's problems, and they are many, 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 it's a, uh, a government that maintains one of the largest military establishments in the world. Uh, it's extraordinary. The uh, NPR just uh, publicized a, uh, uh, it's in Chicago, by the way. Uh, 
Well, it's it's uh, it's not quite as bad as Sacramento, Jeremy, because even though they had 18 shot, 18 people shot in Chicago in weekend violence, but only one of them fatally. Uh, the uh, new Pew survey publicized on NPR uh, puts a, uh, a a microscope really on how much support Volodymyr uh, Zelensky has from the American public. Some 72% uh, of Americans say they either have some or a lot of confidence in Zelensky to do the right thing regarding international affairs. That according to Pew Research Center, it's a much higher number who have confidence in Zelensky than for any other world leader, including U.S. President Biden. Within that group, 33% say they have the highest level of confidence in Zelensky's leadership abilities. Older Americans are much more likely to hold those views than younger generations, as are those with more education, especially postgraduate degrees. There are faint divides along partisan lines with Democrats and Democrat leaners slightly more likely than Republicans and Republican leaners to have confidence in Zelensky. But the confidence is so high for both Republicans and Democrats. Uh, the um, people who say they either have a great deal of confidence, the highest level of confidence, or are, are somewhat confident, 80% of uh, Democrats say they have that kind of confidence in Zelensky. 67% of uh, Democrats uh, actually, 67% uh, of Republicans, pardon me, it's 80% of Democrats, 67% of Republicans. And by the way, I think Democrats are also more likely to watch the Grammy Awards. And uh, the Grammys last night, uh, Zelensky, <laughs> offered a, a video message. And you wonder about the people who ran the Oscars. Uh, how much do you think they wish that instead of um, taking that extra time for the very enlightening exchange between Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith, if they had uh, instead had a message from President Zelensky, as uh, apparently he was willing to give, this is what the message sounded like at the uh, Grammy Awards last night. We defend our freedom to live, to love, to sound. On our land, we are fighting Russia, which brings horrible silence with its bombs, the dead silence. Feel the silence with your music. Feel it today to tell our story. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks, on TV. Support us in any way you can, any but not silence. And then peace will come. To all our cities, the war is destroying. Chernigiv, Kharkiv, Volnovakha, Mariupol, and others, they are legends already, but they have a dream of them living and free, free, like you on the Grammy stage. Uh, look, he's been talking a lot, and there's unfortunately a lot to talk about. Uh, Germany just expelled 40 Russian diplomats, citing brutality in Bucha. Uh, Germany today declared 40 Russian diplomats undesirable persons and said they had five days to leave the country, a move prompted by scenes of what it described as unbelievable brutality in Bucha near Ukraine's capital. 
A Germany's foreign minister, who's a member of the Green Party, by the way, her name is Annalena Baerbock, said the diplomats had worked against our freedom and posed a threat to the cohesion of German society. The decision was communicated, she said, to the Russian uh, ambassador in Berlin, uh, Sergei Nacheyev. The um, more than 100,000 trapped in Mariupol, and Mariupol is the city that has um, once had more than 400,000 people, almost all of them, uh, less than the, more than the remnant of this 100,000 who are still trapped in Mariupol, um, uh, have left. There's an extraordinary situation here where, again, you, you can read this stuff, you can see it, doesn't it have an air of unreality, though? Because, yes, it is far away, uh, but the the idea that it is taking the rest of the world to, to saddle up so much time, to saddle up and, and actually make a difference in terms of this level of uh, evil and chaos and murder and just insanity. It, it seems to me it, it is remarkable. Speaking about insanity, uh, can you imagine 50 candidates led by a former vice presidential nominee and a former governor? That would be Sarah Palin, now running for the single House seat in Alaska. Why so many all of a sudden? Well, Alaska has complicated politics because it's virtually all Republican except there are independent-minded Republicans, and then there are Republicans with different tribal loyalties, uh, 50 different candidates, including a candidacy for Santa Claus. I am not sure what, uh, what party Santa represents, but uh, I suspect it could be a race between Sarah and Santa. Uh, I do suspect that Governor Palin, who remains by far the best known of any of these candidates, is a likely winner. She, winner. she also has the support of uh, President Donald Trump. We will be right back with more in political news and a trial about the most bizarre kidnapping plot almost in the history of American politics. What was more weird? We'll get to that and more in this greatest nation on God's green earth coming up. And on the Michael Medved show, uh, it wasn't uh, just uh, speaking to uh, the gathered stars of every musical format imaginable last night at the Grammy Awards, uh, but uh, and congratulations uh, to uh, all of the winners and to Olivia Rodrigo in particular, Best New Artist, etc., etc. Um, the uh, Vladimir Zelensky um, also had a message in Russian, and apparently his his Russian is very good. He speaks um, um, Russian, uh, and I believe it was his first language, uh, though he was raised in Ukraine. 
but uh, his parents were from Russia, which which goes to how insane and and incredibly sad this uh, entire war is. Um, the uh, this is part of uh, what uh, Zelensky communicated. He released a video about the atrocities. And he spoke directly to Russians and to Russian mothers in particular. And uh, this is what he said. We don't have the translator on this, do we? It's this is the translation they provided in writing. They said, "I want every mother of every Russian soldier to see the bodies of the people killed in Bucha, in Irpin, in Hostomel." He he started. Uh, before asking, what did they do? Why were they murdered? What did the man who was riding his bicycle down the street do? Why did they torture ordinary civilians in an ordinary peaceful city? Why were women strangled after ripping their earrings out of their ears? How was it possible to rape and kill women in front of their children? To abuse their bodies even after their deaths? Why did they drive tanks onto people's bodies? What did the Ukrainian town of Bucha do to your Russia? How could that have happened? Russian mothers, even if you were raising looters, how did they become butchers? You couldn't be aware. You couldn't be unaware, he said, of what your children were like. You couldn't have missed it, that they were without everything human, without soul, without heart. They killed knowingly and with pleasure. I want all the leaders of the Russian Federation to see how their orders are being carried out and share responsibility for these murders, for these tortures, for these hands blown off by explosives that lie in the street, for shots fired into the backs of people tied up, he continued. And some of the photographs, and there are literally thousands of photographs, some of the photographs, many of them show dead bodies in different states of dress but with their hands tied up behind the back, uh, showing that they were, they were liquidated, they were measured. Zelensky said, I want all the leaders of the Russian Federation to see how their orders are being carried out and share responsibility for these murders, for these tortures, for these hands blown off by the explosives that lie in the streets, for shots fired in the backs of people tied up. Concerning the reputation of Russia going forward, he added, this is how the Russian state will be perceived from now on. This is your likeness. Your culture and your human form died at the same time with Ukrainian men and women that you've come to. At uh, this time, Ukraine's delegation negotiating with Russia said Moscow has informally agreed to most of the proposals to draw down the war, but has signed nothing as the invasion rages on.
the question honestly would be who gains from the continuation of this war atrocities committed this is uh, from the bizpack review dot com uh, Kevin Hardy uh, Haggerty reporting atrocities committed by Russian forces in Ukraine where civilians have reportedly been massacred have members of the international community declaring the war crimes as genocide as Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky condemns the senseless killings and tells Russian mothers to see what bastards you've raised evidence has emerged from the town of Bucha and others around the capital of Kiev that shows civilians may have been deliberately killed in ghastly crimes and dumped in mass graves. The Associated Press reported that Ukrainian officials have found the bodies of 410 civilians in areas that had been recently recaptured by uh, Ukrainian forces. In other words, they were left behind by the Russians who had occupied them. The Ukrainian Ministry of Defense shared a video allegedly taken from the streets of Bucha where bodies are strewn out, some with their hands still tied behind their backs following reports of close-range executions. And what's extraordinary is it's uh, a, a video that's taken from the viewpoint of a, a car, a vehicle of some kind that is driving through those streets and going forward and you can see that there are bodies on the sidewalk a lot of them are in bags some of them are not but they they are bodies and recognizable as such Zelensky um, did an interview talked about this very directly with uh, with CBS this is clip 12 is this genocide indeed this is genocide the elimination of the whole nation and the people we are the citizens of ukraine we have more than a hundred nationalities this is about the destruction and extermination of all these nationalities we are the citizens of ukraine and we don't want to be subdued to the policy of russian federation and this is the reason we are being um, destroyed and exterminated and this is happening in the europe of the 21st century so this is the torture of the whole nation and uh the uh, concern uh zelensky also spoke on fox news this is uh clip 13. We want simple peace for our uh, nation. We don't want a million of uh, quality um, uh, bulletproof vests or some special brand uh, helmets. Just give us uh, missiles. Give us airplanes. You cannot give us F-18 or F-19 or whatever you have. Give us the old Soviet planes. That's all. Give them into my hands. Give me uh, something to defend my uh, country with. And that kind of um, weapons reinforcement uh, is supposed to be on its way. 
And uh, again, uh, today, um, just moments ago, I think Jake Sullivan, the uh, White House foreign policy national security advisor, was um, was speaking about this entire situation and where it goes from here. One of the comments that has become increasingly common is that with the level of the brutality and the murder, the atrocities perpetrated by retreating Russian troops, Russian troops that were repositioning themselves, uh, that makes it hard to imagine that they're going to go directly to some kind of truce and negotiated settlement. But one can hope, one can pray. We will be right back on the Midnight Show. Many people own coin. Michael Medved Show. Uh, coming up uh, perhaps later today, in fact, probably later today, a vote by the House uh, Judiciary Committee, pardon me, by the Senate Judiciary Committee on the nomination of Katanji Brown Jackson to be an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court and uh, likely to be a straight party line vote. Uh, they will be discussing the nomination again, uh, and uh, it, Politico is saying that a full day of debate over the nominee is expected. The meeting comes after the committee's four-day hearings that touched on Jackson's career and education, her judicial approach, uh, potential recusals if she is confirmed. She said she would recu recuse herself. She wouldn't participate in a case involving Harvard University and charges of discriminatory admissions policies because uh, discriminatory against Asian applicants. Uh, she would not participate in, in that decision when it is reached by the court. It also involves the University of North Carolina. Uh, questions about her family life, about how she would define woman. You remember that? That was Senator Blackburn of Tennessee. The committee will then hold a vote on her nomination and send its recommendation to the full Senate for consideration that according to Senate rules. But here's the problem. Uh, Senate rules will uh, may be dealing with, in fact, very likely will be dealing with a vote in the Judiciary Committee where almost everybody has announced his or her uh, response to the nomination, and it's likely to be a tie. And uh, no, Kamala Harris can't uh, break the tie on the Judiciary Committee. However, what they can do, Senate rules allow the majority leader, Chuck Schumer, to file a motion to discharge the nomination from the committee and to move her nomination for consideration before the full Senate, to bring it to the floor, in other words, in the event of a deadlock committee recommendation, that according to the Congressional Research Service, ABC News, and the LA Times. Uh, we'll be speaking a little bit about the Supreme Court and about calls on 
uh, Justice Thomas to recuse himself because of the revelations about his wife, Ginny, and her support for and even potential involvement in the Capitol Hill riot of uh, January 6th, which is still being investigated, as is a, a another trial, which is supposed to be going to the jury soon, for the kidnapping of the governor of Michigan, Gretchen uh, Whitmer, and some of the details there are remarkable. And speaking of crime, that was a potential crime. That was one that was being planned but was never executed or even a, a, a realistic attempt to execute, which is why I think that the uh, the people accused in Michigan may have a chance of um, uh, not certainly not being convicted for the uh, most serious crimes with which they are charged. But speaking of serious crimes, we have this from uh, Sacramento, California, state capital. An announcement by the Sacramento chief of police on the nightclub shooting on Saturday night, Sunday morning. This is clip three. Now have confirmed that uh, we had six people killed in the area of 10th and K. An additional uh, 10 people uh, were transported or self-transported to area hospitals. So we are asking for the public's help in helping us to identify uh, the suspects in this and provide any information that you can to help us solve this. Right now, our investigators are arriving on scene. And like I said, this is very, very preliminary, so we do not have, um, you know, a lot of details to share. But again, we're asking for the public's help. And uh, this is the Sacramento mayor, Daryl Steinberg, a leading uh, progressive figure in the Democratic Party in California. He was uh, formerly a, a majority leader in the state Senate. Uh, this is uh, Mayor Steinberg, clip four. This is a senseless and unacceptable tragedy. And I emphasize the word unacceptable. Thoughts and prayers, of course, are appropriate for the victims and their families and the people who are still, uh, who are fighting for their lives now in the hospital. But thoughts and prayers are not nearly enough. We must do more as a city, as a state, and as a nation. This senseless epidemic of gun violence must be addressed. How many unending tragedies does it take before we begin to cure the sickness in this country? Okay, does um, more gun regulation involve curing the sickness? Part of the sickness, and let's see how it develops here. I mean, it's it's too gruesome, some of the details to joke about. But uh, I, I do think there is a very, very great likelihood that the perpetrators of this hideous crime will have been um, released from previous charges and previous uh, elements of a criminal record. They haven't identified any of the suspects as yet, I don't believe. And part of what is unacceptable, and when he talks about a sickness in the public, it is these, these monstrous criminals who 
uh, commit horrible crimes, go to prison, sometimes for a very limited sentence, then are released again. And uh, th there's no evidence, by the way, that, that uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson was an unusually uh, lax in terms of the sentences she imposed on people, especially for violent crimes. But, but certainly there's enough there in terms of her record sentencing uh, people who were charged with child pornography, for instance. And this is not people charged with making it or in, in basically exploiting people directly or even distributing it. It's, it's possession because you're not even allowed to possess child pornography. But uh, if they do go on to discuss uh, Justice Jackson, what's, what's fascinating to me here is there's a chart that appeared in the Wall Street Journal. And it's very useful. It actually shows just how partisan these Supreme Court appointments and reappointments uh, and you don't get reappointed to the Supreme Court. It's just one appointment after another. They are all partisan. It has been years and years. Sandra Day O'Connor uh, was confirmed 99 to nothing when President Reagan appointed her. And one of the things that is incredibly sad is that as the courts have arrogated more and more authority to themselves and to their own decisions, basically acting as substitute legislators, then, uh, of course, it becomes more and more a partisan struggle. And the idea that eminently qualified people, including some of the Republicans most recently appointed to the court, including very much people like uh, Amy Coney Barrett, who uh, has seven children. She graduated first in her class, and she really did, from uh, Notre Dame Law School. I say that because there's a bit of a scandal coming on about <laughs> about misrepresentation about grades and graduating as high school valedictorian uh, on the part of Herschel Walker. Certainly great splendor and uh, achievement on the gridiron and as a football player, the college level and the pro level, but uh, some of the academic uh, glory that uh, that that Mr. Walker, who's running for the Senate from uh, Georgia, uh, talked about has no no uh, actual real basis to it. Um, this is uh, a quick comment from Golden State Warriors coach Steve Kerr on the Sacramento shooting. We will get to that. We will also be speaking coming up this hour. Uh, with a uh, professor, Charles Jay, who is a distinguished professor of law at Indiana University, talking about ethics and the future of the Supreme Court. Certainly one of the um, problems that many Republicans had with uh, Judge Jackson was her refusal to rule out enlarging the court, saying that wasn't the court's actual decision to make, which is true enough in this greatest nation on God's green earth.